Welcome to Satisfied, a podcast hosted by me, Ashley Pardo. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, business coach, and former private chef. Satisfied is all about finding fulfillment, confidence, and peace in your body, business, mental health, relationships, and life. If you're an introspective, deep, and sensitive woman, Satisfied is for you. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Today, I'm going to be talking all about running. So I'm going to be giving you some tips on running, a little bit why, a little bit about why I have been running lately, how it fits into your strength training goals, all of that. I'm going to try to be as efficient as possible. Before we get into the episode, quick reminder that I am adding to the waitlist right now for my next eight-week workout program, which is going to come out a little bit later this month. If you're listening to it in real time, it is February 2024. I cannot wait to release it. This is going to be an eight-week program versus a six-week program which Blossom Body was, which is my other strength training program. And I am so excited for that. If you join the waitlist, you get first dibs on enrollment and you get a discount. I am also taking one-on-one nutrition clients right now, which it's been a long time since I have opened up those books. But if you want to apply to work with me, you can find the link in the show notes or at the link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. Got a bunch of other stuff happening too, but I will share that in the next few weeks. Let's get right into the episode today about running. So I have been sharing my runs now uh, for a while now on Instagram. So I usually just share a screenshot of my times and I actually didn't start running until September. I, or most recently, I ran a lot when I was in grad school. I used to run like an hour a day and I think just being one of those people who, you know, thought cardio and only cardio was the best thing ever. Uh, So I did that daily, I think pretty much where I would run about an hour or 40 minutes. I even trained for a half marathon at one point. And then through the years, like I just got really inconsistent with it, uh, especially as I started to discover strength training and really loved that. And I, the only running that I would do would be like in CrossFit or CrossFit style workouts where you do like 400 meters as part of a water or workout of a day of the day. Uh, I would do maybe 800 meters a mile time here and there, but like running more than one mile is not something that I had done in years. I honestly can't even remember the last time that I did that. And I honestly, I missed it. And I run for the mental benefits. Running actually doesn't do much for your physique at all. Uh, it, it is for me mental and yes, cardio is great for cardiovascular health. This is not going to be a discussion about cardio today. It could be a whole separate episode. Um, but it is not something that again is, is going to change the way that your body looks because it, first of all, 
running is very uh, taxing on the body and you are usually starving afterwards. So this is usually why like people think that they need to lose, you know, they need to do like a marathon or half marathon um, in order to lose weight. And then they just end up being hungrier and gaining weight. So this just like to put it out there, you will be hungrier. It is very you know, taxing on your body and on your system in many ways. And it's just not the best way to create a calorie deficit, which is what is needed for weight loss because of the compensatory hunger effects. So just keep that in mind. I honestly feel a little more inflamed the days after I run, but I really want the mental benefits right now. And if you want to lose weight, you would be better off doing something like getting your steps in, lifting weights, maybe doing a little bit of running here and there, but it's not, it shouldn't be your focus if you want body change. Running is inherently catabolic, which means it is muscle breakdown versus muscle building or strength training, which is anabolic, which is muscle building. So just giving that little spiel to have you be aware of your goals and how this plays into it. I am really at a place now where I have been fitnessing, let's say for many, many years, and I um, have been craving something different and uh, strength training is still my absolute priority. And my, the thing that I focus on the most, and I do that four days a week. I try to walk every single day and I have been doing about two to three runs per week. Uh, because like I said, it just mentally does something to me. It's good for my creativity. It is good to challenge myself in this aspect and it helps me sort of, uh, deal with discomfort. And I started it, started it in September because my best friend Britt had suggested we do a, a 5k on October 7th, which we did. So I started running maybe a month before that, which was a couple weeks after my dad died. Uh, and I wanted to do it because I needed to be like emptied. I needed to like empty my emotions. And for me, my emotions are like I I deal with them a lot physically in terms of exercise and movement. Obviously you need other stuff too, but it does help me feel like I can wring myself out and like just empty myself out of my emotions. Uh, And like I said, when you get into running, I think it is mostly to improve your mind. I think a lot of people when they run or if they think of running, if you're aware of David Goggins, you might think of David Goggins as the person who sort of symbolizes running. And he even says that it's something that he does to deal with his demons and to um, sort of process his emotions and to access who he wants to be. He says that every day he needs to go into his mind and clear out the demons. uh, And he says specifically, he said in the Huberman podcast, he was like, I need to go in and like spit shine that shit every day. And that's what this is. And I think in general, when we consider movement as a tool for growth, it's amazing because brains need to see tangible progress in order to continue going and to build momentum. It's just, I mean, you don't need it, but it's definitely a plus and it's definitely something that will help you on your journey. So 
for you to see that, okay, last week I ran a 10 minute mile and this week I'm running a 945 mile. That's like a little ding, ding, ding. Your brain loves that and it will allow you to continue to build momentum and more importantly, build confidence in other areas. That is how confidence is built by you doing something that you didn't think that you could do and then doing it. Or if you told yourself a story, I can't do that. And then you do it. You're like, holy shit, I did that. And then that is how confidence is built. So this is really a tool for you to grow mentally and to expand discomfort and to feel really good physically. I feel amazing after my runs and I feel like I can conquer the world. But I will say that I definitely feel more hunger on those days and I definitely feel more swollen. And it just is what it is. It's stressful. And I think that the more that you sort of accept that as part of the process, uh, the easier it will be. Obviously, on the days that I like really, really push myself in a run, I'm going to be a little bit more swollen the next day. So, there are times to push yourself. There are times to just like kind of take it easy. A lot of it is going to depend on how you feel your fuel yourself. So now that I've gone through a little bit of an intro, let's get into some tips and some things that might be helpful on your running journey. The first thing is to fuel yourself appropriately. So maybe this isn't the best thing to do to while you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to feel weak. Like we've been talking about, you might feel a little bit more hunger and it isn't necessarily the best for you to use as a caloric burning device. So you want to make sure that you're having enough protein. You're going to want to make sure that you have a lot of carbohydrates before and after. In terms of like timing of nutrients, if you want to have like a little carb and fat or carb and protein snack before to sort of fuel you, fuel you that might be helpful. Um, but just make sure you're one, eating enough food and two, eating enough carbs. Next is to continue to prioritize strength training. I mean, I hate to say this, but not that I hate to say it, but it's like strength training will always be the entree if you are because if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you have metabolism or muscle related goals. So keep prioritizing your strength training. So don't do, don't run every single day and try not to do it on lower body days unless you are very advanced. So try to time it so that you're doing it either on an upper body day or on a rest day from strength training. If you are a beginner, something that might be helpful is to, because it isn't exactly like the specific times that are important. It's more so your improvement and the degree to which you push yourself. So if you're a beginner right now, and maybe I'll do an episode on like specific like plans and things that you can start with, but perhaps try timing your mile, walking or running, and then just try to improve it. So if you can't run right now, start with walking and just time the mile. There is something that happens when you add a sense of urgency to what you're doing instead of moseying around, even though sometimes we do want to mosey with walking because that is what helps us get neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is essentially you know, something where we are doing leisurely movement. It's really, really good for fat loss. Even if you look at your TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure, exercise is only responsible for 5% of your burn. I know, womp, total womp, womp. NEAT is responsible for 15%. So timing your mile and trying to get a little bit 
better each week or each time you do it, even if it's just a few seconds, will allow you to get that tangible progress. Another tip is to prepare for it to not be linear. You're going to have some days that you feel tired and you're not going to do it or you do it and it's not going to be what you expect. Like that, that is just something that you need to expect on this journey and that, you know, you sort of need to prepare for. It's not ideal. It kind of sucks that that's the case, but it just is what it is. And the more you prepare for that, the more you will not let it hinder your consistency. Running is also something that like writing, I like having done it, but I don't like doing it. And sometimes when I leave on my runs, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like you're, you're in charge here. Like nobody is actually like pushing you to do this except you. And I'm like, well, this is exactly why you're doing it because it helps you get better in your mind. So prepare that it might feel kind of shitty, especially the first mile, because you, the first mile is about you getting the kinks out. It's about you getting into the flow of running and it's going to feel the best after it's done. While you're doing it, it kind of sucks. And it's the same thing with writing for me and with many things. Like I like having done things, but I don't necessarily love the full process of doing it. And that is a life lesson that is helpful because it helps you learn to withstand the discomfort to get the reward that you want, which is, you know, obviously accomplishment, leaning into discomfort, not letting it knock you down and all of that. The next thing is to control the controllables how you show up and how consistent you are. Just try to be consistent. So I know when I was coming back from my trip in Jordan uh, and in London, I didn't run at all. In Jordan, I couldn't run outside. In London, it was freezing. I wasn't going to run outside and I hate running on a treadmill. So I ran a little bit, but I did not do more than a mile or half mile at a time. And I was not consistent during that time. And I accepted that. And then when I got back, I eased in by not even looking at my time nothing. I just wanted to get it done. And there were several days where like I would do five miles, four miles, just because I was like at a pace that was, um, uh, that didn't feel too intense, right? Sometimes the goal is going to be intensity. Sometimes it's going to be duration. I was going for duration and then I could optimize the time later. So this is with any habit you want to optimize or you want to start the habit before you optimize or refine it just to get in the habit of it. Like I said, prepare for it to suck. Uh, some mental tips that I utilize while I'm running because this is, I'm going to say it a million times, this is a mental game. This is a way for you to get in touch with your mind. The moment you start running, you are confronted with your mind and with your thoughts. It's just you. It's just you and your mind, which is a good thing, but it is something that's uncomfortable. So number one, I try to stay as present as possible. I'm not thinking about, oh my God, I have two and a half miles to go. I'm thinking, what am I doing right now? What am I looking at? What do my feet feel like? What do my legs feel like? What does the wind feel like? What about the heat? What am I smelling? I try to stay as present as possible. Next, I try to take it one step at a time, literally. I'm like, okay, you're just here right now and you're taking it one step at a time. You just have to take this step right now. And I try to stay within the mile too. So I'm not thinking about like, 
oh, I'm mile three on mile one. In mile one, I'm just trying to get the first mile done. Then once I get that done, I'm working on staying in the second mile and finishing that mile. So literally take it one step at a time. And then there's other mental tricks where I will like, you know, give myself a little reward. Like, okay, if you do this, then you can, you know, you can scroll when you get home or you can, I will play like little tricks with the universe. This is like kind of like, you know, not everybody's going to be into this, but I'll be like, you know, if you withstand this discomfort, then that means that your launch is going to go well. Like I just play like little mind tricks like that, that like it isn't exactly an energetic thing uh, more that like the universe hears me, although perhaps it's more so that I did something that was hard in order to get the outcome that I want. And that informs my action and my belief in that thing. That's what I think really happens. And like, however you choose to get there, even if you need to be a little delusional, it's okay with me. Something kind of intense is that like, when I'm really struggling, I will pretend that the fate of the world depends on this run. I'm like, well, if you stop, the world is going to end. And like, that is again, intense, but sometimes I need that intensity in order to like, convince myself to keep going right so all of those mental tricks where you like give yourself a reward or you you know something in your life that you're really that you really want or working towards is you're going to get it even more if you focus on that or you convince yourself that that might be the case and that's like what is going to keep you going uh it also helps to have a friend i run with brit i talk with brit about it a lot and she is sort of like my buddy when it comes to this. So I share my runs with her. I tell her I'm running. I also share them with Instagram and you guys message me. So I'm really grateful for all of that. That helps you be in community. You can also join a running group. But I think even just having one person is helpful because sometimes it's going to be too hard for you to do it on your own. So I'm going to introduce it eventually into the Glowfit group. But all of these things really help. The last thing I'm going to say is to list out the benefits. What are the benefits that you get from this? This is going to be something that you obviously will feel after you do your runs. So for me, the benefits are I feel closer to God or the universe 100%. Like that is where I access that space. It helps me realize that I can do hard things, that I can do things that I don't want to do, tangible evidence, which means that on the days that I run, I am like flying high. I'm feeling amazing. I feel like I got all my kinks out in my mind and in my body and I can withstand discomfort. And that is the biggest lesson for my particular life. Not everybody needs this discomfort. I do. And I think the more that you accept that and the more that you sort of realize that these things are good for you, the better things get. And sort of the stronger you become, the more mentally agile you become, you realize that you have power and control over your own mind. So like I said, in this episode, I focused on sharing some of the whys, some of the mental things that I do. I will likely do an episode where I talk tangibles around like, here's some tricks that you can do, here are intervals, here's how you can get speed and better. This is where we're starting. You guys can start, if you're interested in this, by timing a certain distance, either walking or running. Meet yourself, also, meet yourself where you are. If you've never run a mile, don't start with a mile, right? Do maybe one minute walking, one minute running and running is going to be slow in the beginning. It just is if you've never run. So don't let that discourage you. Don't look at anybody's mile times, including mine and being like, oh my God, I'm so far away. 
you need to start where you are. The more you start where you are and you take incremental jumps that feel bearable and tolerable to you, like I always say, tiny and tolerable, the more likely that you are to get better, especially because this is so uncomfortable. You have to open up your window of tolerance to withstand this discomfort. So either do the one minute on or one minute off, or you can have a distance that you do. Maybe you have a loop around and then you just try to get faster at power walking and you try to improve a little bit. But the key is to add a little bit of intensity and a little bit of like oomph to the things that you do. So you know that you can be like a freaking intense badass sometimes and nothing is better than that. I'm going to wrap it up right now. I don't want to make this episode too long. I'm so grateful for you listening. Please let me know if you have any questions or if you want me to expand on any topics about this. As always, I am so grateful for you. I'm sending you a ton of love and I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show, or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.